Coming up, highlights from the week in Riverside. Matt Ager interviews the host and the Week 12 recap, plus a Pro Ball report. That's all next on the Gaucho 9 podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Kyle's Kitchen, proud supporters of UCSB Baseball, providing pregame meals for the Gauchos all season long. Check them out downtown on Chapala Street or in Goleta in Hollister Village or on Kaya Real. Make sure to go in and say hi to Kyle and go Gauchos. It's one of the most beautiful views of any campus in America. The Pacific Ocean crashing against the shores of UC Santa Barbara every morning, noon, and night. Here's the one-strike pitch, and Mitchell bounces to deep left. Cabrera is going to watch it fly, and Curley pulls back the home run, and the Gauchos are going to win the game. Gauchos are going to Omaha. Can you believe it? Borgonio is back. He's going to turn and watch this one fly. A two-run homer for Clausen. And the score is due. Here comes Mitchell. He's going to score. Willits will make the catch. And the Gauchos are 2022 Big West champions. Brock with the average now at 292. Waits for the 2-1. Break them all. This is lifted in the air. Left center field moving over is Garcia. They're looking up, and this one is out of here. Two-run homer for Mortensen makes it 6-2. His 41st of his career, and he's now one away from Wilkerson's record. Going to the opposite field. Little help from the wind, but Morty will take it. 41 career homers for Mortensen as he goes yard, and he's had a nice day, three for four. Delgado from Santa Maria, Rigetti High School. 3-2 pitch again is driven out to right center. That's going to get down for a base hit. Parker will round third and come in to score. Seabing trying for second base. He will make it with an RBI double, and it's 6-3. to three. So Gouches have cut the lead in half with nobody out here in the eighth inning. As Column with runners at first and third. And the 0-1 pitch is a base hit to right field. On the ground, in to score is Sebring. And Brett Arrow will stop at second, and it's 6-4. to four. How it looks. Darby bangs this to center field. Hit well. Gama is going back. Still going back. Looking up. This one is out of here. A solo homer to center field for Darby. Gets the Gauchos on the board. It's 4-1. to one. That was smoked by Big Z. His sixth home run of the season. As he goes dead central. And the wind favorable. Blown out towards right center right now. 2-1 to Nunez hitting 329. And he drives this to right field. Shanks drifting back, drifting, 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 and it's off the wall. Caram's over towards the foul line. Nunez on his horse will go to third base on a triple. And the wind definitely pushing that one. I'm pretty sure that leads the team. 0-1 pitch. 
is a ground ball right side and a diving stop made by Weaver. His throw to first is not in time. It's an infield single for Sebring and that drives in Nunez from third to make it 4-2. Top of the fourth, second and third. Sebring RBI single his first time and he drives this out to left center. Moving over is Badawi, it's over his head. Bounces up against the wall. Darby scores, Nunez will score. Jonas Sebring ties the game with an RBI double. He's ready. The one-two. Fastball right down the middle. Strike three called. Back-to-back strikeouts to finish the seventh inning. Matt Ager with 13 Ks tonight as he has an efficient one-two-three seventh inning. Nunez is playing in the hole at short. Sebring on the outfield grass up the middle. Two balls, two strikes with Lopez at third. Benbrook to the plate. Changeup is rolled to third. Diving stop, Darby to his feet. Throws to first on the money. An unbelievable play made by Xander Darby at third base. On a chopper off of Capacetti. Darby with a dive to his forehand side. Picks it clean. Gets to his feet and completes the out at first base. The play of the year for Darby at third as it keeps us level at four. We'll go to the ninth. What a play by Xander Darby. Bremers has to bring his best fastball right here. He's thrown some great ones in this inning. Three and two to pass. Base is loaded. The pitch. Fastball swung on and missed. Bremner strikes out Poss and Riverside leads them loaded here in the ninth. We will go to extras at the Plex. I mean, it was, I mean, he did well just to make it close at first. I thought he had no chance once I realized how softly he was hit. So winning run at first, and here's McFarland, who singled his last time against Bremner, and he drives it to deep left. Going back is Brown. He's at the track. He leaps, bangs into the wall, and he makes a great catch. Back to first goes Weaver, and what a play out in left field by Jesse Brown. He crashed into the wall as he leapt at the fence, and that's out number two. What a play by Jesse Brown just into the game as the pinch runner as McFarlane is gotten two really good passes off against Bremner. He scorched a single as last time and was that close to ending the game. But Jesse Brown had other plans. Proud supporters of UCSB Athletics. 64 degrees in Riverside as currently drives us to right field. Going back is Shanks, still going back, looking up, and this one's out of here. A leadoff home run for Christian Kirtley here in the first inning as he put it into the jet stream. I was just going to get to it. Wind blowing at 13 miles an hour out of the west. And Christian Kirtley rounds the bases for the 11th time. And the Gouchers lead 1-0. So all of those other series are tied at 1. This is a drive out to left center by Nunez. It's going to split the outfielders. One hops the fence. McCollum coming to third. He's being waved around. Here's the relay from Mata. It's up the line. Run scoring double. Corey Nunez ties the game at three. 
See if he goes to it again, two and two. Fastball, base hit right field. So Sundstrom goes the other way again and drives in Nunez and the Gauchos retake the lead. And they have two two out base hits in each of the first two innings. Nunez two for three. RBI double in the second, singled in the fifth. Lined out to right in the third. And he bunts again. First baseline, Parker is going to go back to third, and the throw gets away from McFarlane. It's down into the bullpen. This is going to score two runs. Over to get it is Lopez, and Nunez will stop at second. McCollum scores as well, and that puts the Gauchos in front. What a bonanza. Parker hesitated, and that created the chaos because... Capacetti threw back to McFarlane, who was basically running with Parker. And Capacetti couldn't hit the moving target, and it went all the way down into the bullpen. It's an error all the way. And back to the top of the order, Kirtley. And he bangs this out to right center. That's going to get down, and it's past Shanks up against the fence. Nunez will score easily. Kirtley on his horse will stop at second with his second double of the series. And it's eight to five, Gauchos. Probably won't see Barker, he threw five innings. Two and one the count, the pitch. Ray Kamal pulled into left field, a base hit. Kirtley will score, here comes Darby, he will score without a throw. Jonas Sebring with a two out single here in the first, and the Gauchos have two runs. Two and two. Seven run lead for the Gauchos. And Frazier to the plate. Break a ball. This is a line drive. Left center field coming in. Badawi dives and he's got it on a trap. This will score two runs. Kirtley will stop at first with a two run single. Great effort in center by Badawi who's a little woozy getting to his feet. Yeah, the Gauchos have a five spot here in the fifth. He's got two runs batted in, two runs scored, three stolen bases. Two on pitch is hit high in the air to deep left field. Going back is Lopez. He's on the track at the wall. He leaps, and this one is out of here. A high, towering drive by Sebring that sneaks over the fence. And it's the third home run of the season for Sebring, who's having a huge day. That makes it 18-3. to Yellen trying to get through seven innings. Two-two pitch. Break them all. Line drive right to Sebring, who is shaded up the middle, and he makes the catch. One, two, three, seventh for Callahan. He has his tenth strikeout of the game. And that will probably be it for JD as he goes seven. And he's got a big lead. 17 to 3 as we go to the eighth. Outfield straight away. And the 3-2 is belted to left center. Hit well. Moving over is Badawi. He is looking up. He's going to watch this one fly. A two-homer game for Sebring. Makes it 18-3. Have a day. 
Jonah, five hits, five runs batted in as he homers in consecutive at-bats. And the pitch is a soft liner, and that's caught by Nunez at short. And that seals the deal. Gauchos win it 18-4. They come back and win the series after dropping Friday night's game 5-4. Winning pitcher today in a career performance, J.D. Callahan. He goes to 2-0 on the season. Career-high 10 strikeouts. There's literally four cookies in my Famous Amos thing. There should be at least like seven or eight. Kev's complaining about his Famous Amos cookies. Hey, Dev, we're trying to have an interview here. Come on, dude. <laughs> I mean... Okay, okay, Gotcha 9 Podcast. I'm here with uh, your host. I'm here with your host, Kevin Cannon. He's still mad about his four Amos, famous Amos cookies. I'm enjoying cookie number two. Yeah, he has two more to go. Um, Kev, can you rank the sandwich places we get in order, best to worst? So Ike's, Firehouse, Jimmy John's. Subway. What if we had Subway? I don't know. I just kind of added that in. You could, you could, you know Subway though. The French bread is the mixer. But that's just a luck of the job, huh? That's why my bag's always open and ripped open when I haven't gotten my chips yet, huh? So Kev's a chip thief. And then, I th my, my one's Jimmy John's. I don't know, that's kind of crazy, but... Yeah. It's very, like, nostalgic for me. Because, like, whole summer, I probably had Jimmy John's for lunch, like, 80% of the time. I had the BLT every time, so when I eat it, I get kind of happy. <laughs> None. Zero food. Breakfast at 12, and then you pitch, and then... Yeah, breakfast at 12, and then you pitch, and then you feel like you're about to pass out when you come out of the game, and then you eat, and then you're fine. But I can't, I don't like pitching the full summer. Well, you have some yeah, you have to finish. I do like Ike's. I do like Jimmy John's. We just have Firehouse. It's, it's competitive. Are we, do we have to be, do they give us food, or do we pay for it? Oh. The, like, sandwich places. The program buys it. So I can, like, be, I can, like, be honest. Firehouse, and they make it you is, make your own sandwich. It is a lot of bread. You do have to add the mayonnaise, yeah. mustard if you want it. So it's it's, it's, it's like I think it's terrible. Okay, so Ike's, Jimmy John's, Firehouse. Subway's good. The variety, right? The pepperoncinis. Oh. South Coast Deli. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. That would be the best thing ever. You know Jed buys like two of those every game day morning when we're home. Eats one in the morning and brings the other one to the field and doesn't eat like the cows. Every day. So he gets the chicken Caesar. The chicken Caesar sando. And then he gets like a... Really? I get that. Or then the chicken chipotle club. Or the... You ever had like the Max's breakfast sandwich? The breakfast sandwiches. Oh my god. Get Aaron, Aaron, give us a little South Coast. Uh, Chicken Chipotle Club, Chicken Caesar Sammy. Just tried the Cobb suit, the Cobb Sammy. Cobb Sammy? Uh, yeah, the Max. Yeah, it's gonna blow someone's eardrums up. Breakfast Sandos are the best. 
Yeah, that w- we should we should get that going. The uh, the chicken fest opening. Oh, I've never had that. So they're all good, pretty much. Dude, and they're huge, and it's like freshly made. Oh my god! Now I'm not gonna be able to eat my firehouse now that I talked about this. Yeah, I never got to enjoy that. I don't blame you. I know. That's a shame. You know what I have to go to now? I have to go to like. I don't really go to. I've gone to Sam once. I go to Haunt. I literally only have Haunt. I go to Sam's and it's I get the same sandwich and it's a different price every time. Make that make sense, you know? Well, do you buy like chips? Do you add cheese? No, it's just whatever that whatever he's feeling, whatever Sam's feeling that day. He's like, all right, this is the price today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kevin Cannon, host of the Gatcha Nine podcast. Um, I wanted to get that going because it's a big, it's like very, uh, it's been weighing on me kind of. Because the firehouse, it's just borderline. I end up. What's tomorrow? Oh, you didn't even bring Jersey Mike's. We forgot about Jersey Mike's. Ike's, Jimmy John's. For me, at least. Is that you? Are you agree? I don't know what that means, but sure. That's like all the stuff on it. Yeah. When we get it, pretty much. Only sa- sandwiches are only good when it's at South Coast. Or pickles and Swiss. Pickles and Swiss is good. No. Is that Santa Barbara? Downtown. Downtown SB. Wait, I have Drive-ins, diners, and dives. Some variation of those three. Okay, I don't... Sure. Um, I, I thought I had another question. How... How many games, if we played Smash on the Wii, how many games are you taking from me? Ten games. How many t- How many games are you winning? On the Wii? Maybe, yeah. Maybe Zero. Well, how many games would you take from me on the N64? I don't even... Okay, okay. Zero. Asterix, asterix. I don't even... That was... I don't even know what that is. That was made before I was born. Okay. Well, maybe we'll settle this tonight, Gatcha Nine podcast. Okay. Well, then maybe. We can stream ourselves playing Smash. Ivan has a Switch. You know what that Switch is? He has a Switch. Oh, it's amazing. I thought I was I was gonna say something. All right. What? No, I didn't stop it. I did not know that. The more you know, with Kevin Cannon. Back to the day. Okay, thank you, Kevin Cannon. Alright, welcome to the Week 12 Recap. Gauchos uh, spent the entire week in Riverside, Tuesday against Cal Baptist in a three-game set against UCR. They split the week, go 2-2, two and two, and are now 30-14 and 14 on the season, 15-6 and six overall in the Big West, which is good for second place, two games behind Cal State Fullerton with three weeks to play, each team with nine games to go, uh, right trailing right behind or UC San Diego, 
CSUN uh, and Hawaii. So heads up on uh, those last three series. They're going to be big. Gauchos will play Long Beach State on the road this weekend, Cal Poly at home, and then we'll go to Hawaii uh, to round out the regular season. So nine important conference games to go. Uh, sitting okay in the RPI after a two and two week, uh, 42. So still right in the mix. And essentially Gauchos finished strong. I think they can control their own destiny. Uh, 11 games to play, uh, some high RPI teams uh, on that list. So it should be an exciting finish. Before we get to the draft and some of the notes about the weekend, I want to sneak in a pro ball report since we're already a, what a month and change into the big league season. Minor league baseball has started already. So I'm going to run through this really quick to give these guys uh, their due. If there's anything that you guys hear or that I miss, uh, jump in uh, and say something. So first we'll start with uh, Shane Bieber, of course, pitching for the Guardians. 2-1 and one record, 3.96 ERA and seven starts. He has a .246 BABIP, which would be a career high. Uh, if you finish the season at this mark. So he also has six quality starts. Uh, started on opening day for the Guardians. So Biebs, get it done. Uh, looks good. Kyle Nelson looks outstanding for the Diamondbacks. Three and one, 15 appearances, 1.32 ERA. Pitching out of the bullpen, 17 strikeouts and five walks. Noah Davis has made three starts for the Rockies. Remember, he appeared on the last day of the season last year. So far this year, 11 and two-thirds, 12 Ks, five walks uh, in those three starts for Colorado. Andrew Vasquez out of the pen for the Phillies. 10 appearances, 1-0 record, 1.69 ERA, 13 strikeouts and 16 innings. Uh, the skeezer has been getting it done. Dylan Tate has been on the IL since the start of the season, uh, but he's expected to return in May. And the Orioles are one of the surprise teams this year. Maybe not a surprise team this year. They were a surprise team last year, uh, but they're good. And getting Dylan back will bolster their bullpen. So looking forward to seeing Tater get back into the rotation. On the minor league level, uh, some things to note. Michael McGreevy promoted to AAA. He started in AA. So far this year, he's made five starts, 3-0, 2.30 ERA, 24 Ks, five walks. Gee, you caught McGreevy. Is this something that you expected to see? Absolutely. I'm a little surprised about the five walks. That's kind of a lot for him. <laughs> hey, it's, it's it's professional baseball, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm just joking. But, uh, yeah, I got to catch him. Mace caught him in the games more than I did, but just the way he works is really not surprising. Um, I'm excited to see him get up there soon. Let's see. Other names. Uh, Marcos Castanon, he's in high A Fort Wayne, playing for the Tin Caps. He's got five homers and 18 RBIs. So far, uh, an 8-10 OPS. Eric Yang is uh, A with the Chad Noodle Lookouts. Armani Smith in A with the Wichita Wind Surge. Uh, he was a Rule 5 pick over the summer by the Twins. Uh, ben Brecht will start in a high A Bowling Green. Uh, right now, he's on the injured list, as is Jack Dashwood in A for the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Big time name there. Uh, Ronnie Boone, high A Lake County Captains. Uh, that's a, the Guardians minor league team. Uh, right now he's 0-1 in six starts. Joe Record, pitching in AAA, Sugarland Space Cowboys. Yeah, you guys on that, Sugarland Space Cowboys. He's got two he's, saves. 
Yeah, these are some awesome names. Yeah. Minor League Baseball. Gotta love, love it. Minor League Baseball. Trevor Betancourt. Uh, he signed in the offseason minor league deal with the Dodgers, and he's doing really, really well in double A, pitching for Tulsa. Jordan Sprinkle, single A, Canapolis Cannonballers. Uh, Nick Vote just got the call to Lake Elsinore to play with the Storm. Let's see. Oh, yeah, and uh, and Bryce Willits. Bryce Willits. Uh, what do you got on Bryce Willits, G? Because he had a huge week. I got Bryce Willits going off with some power. Uh, he went three for four the other day, a triple short of the cycle. Uh, and then the next day followed it up with three for three, also a triple short of the cycle. So he's catching it out in front. He's hitting some homers. He sends me all his homer videos, so I'm pretty fired up. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, he's in single A, Canapolis Cannonballers, hitting 299 on the season, three homers, nine ribbies, and an OPS of 814. So good work, Bryce Willits. Uh, let's see. JJ Muno was released by the White Sox, but he signed with uh, a team in Mexico. So JJ's down in Mexico playing pro ball. And then uh, Stevie Ledesma right now pitching for the Acereros de Monclova in Mexico. And uh, McLean O'Connor is was invited to the Missoula Paddleheads Independent League camp. So we're hoping the best for McLean. He was. Uh, grinding it out at the field and in the cages uh, in the winter and the spring. So best of luck to McLean. Let's see. There's a, a handful of other names. Let's see. I know I missed a few. The general. The general, Corey Lewis. What do you got on the general, G? Because he's, he's throwing the knuckle a, a lot. Yeah, he's throwing the knuckle puck very hard and a lot. Uh, he's been good. He's been getting punches. He's been having good outings. Not giving up a ton of a ton of runs or hits. I see cool stuff about him on Twitter. Some cool <laughs> metrics. Um, so it's cool seeing him do well. Yeah, he's Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. Three and one record, three point zero ERA, twenty four innings, thirty four sorry, thirty two strikeouts uh, and five starts. So that's Corey Lewis, the general. But Ryan Harvey's out there. Blake Clawson. Who else? Uh, Chris Troy out there as well. Cole Cummings. So there's a, a number of gauchos out there uh, still playing baseball. If I didn't mention your name, I apologize. But we got to get to our draft and update on some of the, the things going on in gaucho land. Uh, over the weekend, Matt Ager set a career high with 13 strikeouts. J.D. Callahan set a career high with 10 strikeouts. On Friday night, the Gauchos struck out 18 Highlanders, which tied a team record for total Ks in a single game with 18. The 18 runs they scored was the most in a game this season on Sunday. Their 3.84 team ERA is 7th in Division One. Their 71 homers is 49th. And Hudson Barrett, although he had a shaky start on Saturday, his ERA dropped almost a whole point. He's still sixth in Division One. There are some other guys that were up there that also had rough weekends, just like Hudson. So he is sixth, 1.81 uh, in the nation. So those are some good things uh, that happened over the weekend. Voting results. 
uh, it's my job to relay the vote results. I'm not happy with the vote results <laughs> from the Twitter bowl, but I came in last. I think I had less than 5% of the vote, but uh, Gianni came in first. Congratulations. Devin second, Isaiah third. So current standings after uh, week 12, Isaiah first place with 17, Devin second place with 16, Kevin third place with 15, and the latecomer Gianni Bloom 13. So you're getting there, G. You keep closing the gap, closing fast. So, was this this week was anonymous still, right? Because that vote was pretty it was. egregious. Okay, <laughs> correct. It was correct. You just had a great. Track, I mean, is it is is this your first win since we've done anonymous? It has for for Gianni. Um, I believe it is. I'm staying in the moment here. I'm one for one on winning. Interesting. Okay, so let's get to the player of the week draft. Gianni has uh, the last pick. I have the first pick, and there is a blue chipper in this week's hitter of the week, so I'm taking him first because he was Big West player of the week, Jonas Sebring. He was outstanding all week, clutch hits, 8 for 18, hit 444, two doubles, two homers, nine RBIs. He stole four bases, slugged 889, on-base percentage of 524, and he had three walks to go along with just three strikeouts. So he also led the team with six runs scored. He had a five for six game, two homers, five RBIs, four runs scored, three stolen bases on Sunday. Uh, He was just huge Uh, and showing a lot of the qualities that he has as a baseball player playing second base and then running down a ball in the outfield as well. So Jonas Sebring, that's my pick, Big West Player of the Week, also our hitter of the week. Isaiah, you're next. I thought, oh, no, yeah, I got it. Sorry, my bad. I'm going to go with Jared Sundstrom, batted 471, went 8 for 17, four total doubles, didn't hit the long ball this weekend, but it's okay. Got five RBIs with 12 total bases, slugged 706 with a 500 on base. Also yeah. went two for two and stolen bases. Sorry, sorry, cut you off, Kev. Thought I include the stolen bases. <laughs> that's, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna add. I was gonna add that to the list. <laughs> All right, Dev. Uh, my hitter of the week. I'm going with Christian Kirtley. He was our leadoff hitter for the weekend. Uh, he went three sixteen average, three eighty one on base, five seventy nine slugging, six hits, three extra base hits, a home run, four RBIs, and two walks. And as the leadoff hitter. In his first at bat over the weekend, he went two for two with a double and a home run and a walk. I mean, not much more you could ask for out of out of your leadoff hitter to start a game. So, uh, Christian Kirtley, my hitter of the week. Yeah, I like Kurt in the leadoff spot. He was the the catalyst in each game, double homer and walk in each of the first three games. So, good call. All right, G. Well, I told you guys once we ended the pod last week that my hitter of the week was going to be Xander Darby this week. So I'm sticking with it. Uh, Z had a really good weekend going hitting 313. That's five hits. Scored five runs on the weekend. Had a couple RBIs. Hit a homer over the batter's eye. Slugged 625 with 10 total bases. Four walks. That's one more walk than Punchy. Uh, and played some stellar defense at third base and made some big plays late that I'm sure we'll talk about a little later. So give me Zebo. 
Okay, turn it back around. Pitcher of the week. My pitcher of the week is going to be. I picked him a couple times in a row now. I'm staying with the wizard. The wizard. Swaza. <laughs> JD going seven innings, giving up six hits, three runs, only one walk to a career high 10 punches. I mean, JD's just getting better every week. Uh, tied his career high for innings pitched, set his career high for strikeouts, and was really just dominant again. Give me the wizard. I mean, I. I think Johnny's just going strategy of pick two players where their families are most I active know. on Twitter to get a bunch of votes. Uh, Shout out the Darby family. They play, yeah, and, playing the game. And the, and the Callahan family. So yeah, I, I already got a – no matter how good my draft is, I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, <laughs> tip of the cap to Johnny right there. Um, my pitcher of the week, I'm going with Reed Morin. He went six innings, two hits, no runs, seven walk – or seven strikeouts, sorry, and a win. And two big, uh, two big relief appearances for us at CBU and at Riverside. So, yeah, I thought his, his his CBU appearance was huge. Uh, left a lot of base runners on in clutch situations. Let the the Gauchos get get back in the game, and then and then was just as good on uh, Saturday behind uh, Hudson Barrett. So, just thinking about the future of the Gauchos, it was Hudson Barrett and. Reed Mooring on Saturday, two true freshmen getting it done on the hill. So, uh, Isaiah, you're next. All right. I'm going to go Matt Ager. I'm going to emphasize this, though. G says it all the time. ERA, dead stat. We're not going to look at the ERA. He went seven innings, gave up six hits, three earned runs, had one walk to the 10 strikeouts. If you can't do the math. It's ten to one. If you can. Wait, you're looking at whoa. You look, you look, you're looking at whoa, whoa, whoa. Line. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Sorry. Thirteen, thirteen <laughs> rescinded. Thirteen Ks <laughs> to two walks, and the batting average against was two eighty six. I'm not going to see the ERA because it's a dead stat, like we always say. So ERA is not a dead stat. Yeah, we we say batting average is a dead stat. No, ERA is, <laughs> ERA is a lot. He's just turning it. ERA is a dead stat for today. You can't quote me on saying ERA is dead. You guys are hilarious. All right, my pitcher of the week. Let's see. I'm tempted to go Benbrook. Did he face one hitter and get a double play ball? He uh, got a short no, pop up with a guy on third. Yeah, that's right. And then ground right. out. Get ground out. Because if it was one hitter and you got and you got two outs, then I would I would roll with that one. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh, Shry guy here, Alex Schreier. Two appearances, three point two innings pitched, four hits, no runs, one walk, two strikeouts. Uh, ERA does matter; it's not a dead stat. He did not allow a run. ERA was zero in his two appearances and three in two thirds innings pitched. So you don't give up any runs. You get picked in pitcher of the week, so that's my pick. Moving on to Can we go honorable mention. Honorable mentions, G. Sam Whiting only threw two thirds of an inning, but got a couple quick outs and popped a ninety-seven on the on the old speed down there. He did. Bang. Now moving on to moment of the week, and for my moment of the week, it's going to be a small story time to start things off here for the first pick. So, Gouches are 
at CBU on Tuesday, and it's early in the game. Gauchos are down. I think it was four or five nothing at the time, and a bunch of uh, youngsters run on the field wearing their little Mariners jerseys. I think they were like, they had to have been five years old. A whole team of them, maybe ten of these guys, and the, uh, I think the game that they were doing was some kind of race where they had to race from one person to another. Like one person was standing in foul territory by the third base dugout and the other was standing at like home plate or something like that. But somehow the kids got loose and they wound up running to home plate as CBU is warming up on the field. So the pitcher's going through his warm up routine and all of a sudden the catcher turns and sees this horde of little leaguers coming at him at home plate. The clock is ticking down and CBU just, they just relinquished the field and let the kids do whatever they want. And they ran around the bases and it was the, this, the, the most amazing thing ever. It was so cute. I like, I don't have any other word to describe it, but they, the players stopped throwing. They were pointing the kids. They were waving them around. Coach Erdman standing in the third base coaching box, giving them high fives. And I, I asked him about it after the game. And he said, yo, those kids, they got to third base and they were huffing and puffing. They were so tired because they <laughs> ran all around the bases. So we were that break we were... between like the bottom of the second and top of the third when the little Mariner kids ran onto the field and abandoned the drill that they were supposed to do and just decided to run around the bases is my moment of the week. Coach and I were sitting in front of uh, some of the, like some parents of the, the kids who were running. And once they passed third base, I just hear one of the parents go, Oh no, they're <laughs> running the wrong way. <laughs> it was, everyone was laughing. Everyone was cheering them on. It was a great, it was a really great moment. <laughs> so that's my moment. Top that. Nice. I'm not sure I'm going to fit that all onto a, a small square on a graphic. Yeah. I'll, gonna, send, I'll, send, right I'll send you a description. I'll send you a description. Dev, Dev is just going to put little leaguers gone rude. That's what Dev's going to put. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's Isaiah's pick. All right. I'm going to go bottom of the eight Friday game. Carter on the mound. Bases loaded. Two outs. Ground ball to third base. I think it's getting through. I'm like, oh, no, we just gave up the lead. Darby, Superman diving catch. I mean, the guy levitated in the air. Like, I think he a hang time was one second for Darby on that diving catch. Gets up, fires to first, gets out of the inning. Carter's doing his dinosaur roar, going crazy. <laughs> Whole team gets out of the dugout, going insane. Shout out Don. He came to Devin I saying he listens to the pod. So Darby Devin Couch. Let's go. It was uh it was a huge moment. Listeners heard it earlier in the podcast because I went nuts. And it was uh I I coined it the play of the year. So at that Insane. at that moment because it, it saved the game. So good pick. Devin. Yeah, good choice. Um I'm gonna go with a moment that was a little overshadowed by a couple of runs scored by Riverside, but first inning of Ager's outing, he had four strikeouts. And so I, oh. 
So, I mean, I searched it up to see how many MLB players have ever recorded four strikeouts in one inning, and it's 93. So, with that being less than 100, just shows how rare it is. So, unfortunately, he gave up four runs, but he also had four strikeouts, which I thought was a pretty cool feat that he has now. Four strikeouts in an inning, it's, it's pretty rare, no matter how you draw it up. I, I noticed, I did notice it on the broadcast, so... He's like, all right, he's going to strike out the side here and get four, and he did. G? Wow. You guys Not left that. me quite a few good moments. I could go a few ways. I'm going to go Jonah's Sunday. I mean, the guy goes five for six with two homers and four stolen bases. Plays a – oh, no, three stolen bases. One, I was trying to round up, but didn't get away with it. Three stolen bases. <laughs> up to five then, anyways. <laughs> uh, three stolen bases played a really good second base, but I mean that's getting five hits in a day is something a lot of guys don't ever do in their career. So, and add two homers to that, and that's a pretty good moment. So, okay, I have an Artist. honorable mention. Honorable yeah. mention. It's not going to be a play on the field. It's a uh, Dev and I having a Moneyball moment in the hotel with the lineup. Uh, Coach Andrew Chekets points at Dev, telling him, you know, speak on the lineup. Dev and I are shocked. We're like, oh, whoa. We're getting pointed. You know, we give a little suggestion that Kurtley should be going leadoff. And it was crazy this weekend. It was kind of cool. Dev and I were feeling some pressure in the Kurtley at-bats, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, I remember this, the second game, Kurtley, Kurtley hits that home run. We look at the dugout to see Johnny tipping the cap to us. Nice. special moment. <laughs> nice. Game recognized game. <laughs> Absolutely. Other honorable mention is Ager gives up four in the first on Friday, and the next run that they scored is one in the 11th. So we essentially threw a shutout for nine mm -hmm. innings of baseball between Ager and Bremner. Didn't win, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it an honorable mention? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. Anytime you go nine innings without going up a, a run. I'll go uh, on other honorable mentions. We're on honorable mentions here. Uh, Jesse Brown, fresh into the game. Basically, the, the first or second batter. Fly ball to the wall in the dim lights and just tracks it perfectly. Leaping catch at the fence. And then another honorable mention, uh, Tyler Bremner, bases loaded, two outs, 3-2 in the uh, ninth, 3-2 pitch, struck out the, I think it was Poss, the catcher, to send it to extras. So that was a big moment. Wound up replaying itself, and it didn't go Gaucho's way. Yeah. But <laughs> that's okay. We move on. Okay, hardest hit ball of the week, G. Wow, hardest hit ball. Um, no track man data, so Devin I just kind of slacking on that one. Whoa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should have go. used our IDAR a little bit better this weekend. I test. Give me Xander, give me Xander Darby over the batter's eye. Thanks for coming. I like it. Okay. That's all that's all you got. Yeah, uh, over I guess the batter's eye. That's all you got. That's all you need. Simple. 
Yeah. Second pick, uh, going off the Oach's honorable mention, I'm going Kurtley leadoff home run. Uh, uh, set the tone. What more can I say? It was wind aided. Yeah. Setting the tone doesn't make you hit harder. But... Won't be on the graphic, so. <laughs> Panic pick there. Leadoff homer. Love it. Mm-hmm. So we got Lenia over the batter's eye. Leadoff homer. What do you got, Isaiah? Uh, I'm going to go Christian Kurtley lead off double on Friday. I think it was hit pretty hard into right center. Obviously, no track man, so there's no pie. Okay, lead off double. I'm going to go take it back to Tuesday. I'm going to go Brock Mortensen, Oppo Taco for his 41st career homer, which got the scoring going in the eighth. Thought we were going to come back and win it. But Brock is one homer away from tying the school record and two away from breaking it. So that's my pick. Brock going no opposite, opposite field. No repeats on Johnny's pick last week. Honorable oh, mentions. Yeah. Honorable yeah. mentions on this. I mean, you you can go for it if you want. If you want the other, I had an honorable mention. I think we had. There were four base hits to center field in a row yesterday. I think it was like Kurtley, Sundstrom, who hit third? Mort or Xander? Xander. I mean, it felt like there were just like three or four in a row that were just missiles, base hits up the middle in that big eight-run fifth. So those were hard hit. You can you can, you can can go now, G, and then we can move on to pitch of the week. What do you mean? I already made my pick. Okay. Then we won't we won't do that other honorable mention. Oh no, I mean we'll no, save it. Let a sleeping dog lie. We'll save it. Let a sleeping dog lie. Okay. Pitcher of the week. Pitch of the week. Hmm. There's a there's a heavy distribution of boxes. Lots of different colors. A lot of, a lot of boxes. Lots of pitches to choose from. Hopefully you pick the right one. Yeah, hopefully. Lots of pitches to choose from. Well, do I go with quality or quantity? You got to go with quality, never quantity. I think a good mix is healthy. Okay. I'm going Reed Mooring changeup. Reed Mooring nice. changeup. He threw it 17 times. He had five strikeouts with it. He threw it for a strike 71.4% of the time, exactly 71.4%. Uh, his strike percentage was 82.4% with it. His whip percentage, 50%. Called strike width, 58.8. And he did not allow a single hit against his changeup. Nice. So all of those boxes are a different shade of green. So read mooring. That's my pick. Isaiah? All right. Usually when we choose this guy, we choose the slider. But this week, it's the Ager fastball. 9Ks with it. I mean, buy you. Just buy you. Usually it's the slider where people are swinging this team. No, Ager just throws it by you. Batting average against was 176. 66% of it was a strike, and the whiff percentage was 25%. Dev? Uh, normally, I, I kind of want to – I'm going to go with Callahan fastball. Um, had six strikeouts. Six of his ten strikeouts came from the fastball. Threw it for a strike is 54% of the time. Got 28% whiff rate and 33% called strike whiff. 
and the opposing hitters only hit 133 off of it with an on-base percentage of 188. So Callahan fastball is my pitch of the week. G, finish it off. Give me the Swazaza changeup. JD throwing it 14 times, 93% strikes with it. 50% whiff, only like one hit or so off it. Just pretty dominant with it. Struggled through those numbers there. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I wanted to choose Callahan's changeup, but like without trackman, it's this changeup and cutter are the same velo, so it's tough to, to tag it, was, it behind home plate yeah. if, he, if he accidentally missed throws one. So I'm hoping that those numbers are as accurate as possible, but there's a chance Callahan's changeups had one or plus or minus one or two pitches. So, so it was, was probably even better. Yeah, there was times where Devin and I were like, oh, that looked change-up-y, but also cuttery. What do we put? Um, yeah. It's a mystery. Yeah, we'll never know. I mean, he is the wizard. I mean, you never yeah. know with that guy. It, it's He probably wasn't throwing a cutter or a change-up on those pitches. He was throwing uh, – was, was, There was probably cut like – Cut-up. It was probably a like a perceived rise ball or something. Hold on, did you just All make right. up a word for a cut change? <laughs> yeah, a, a, a cut already. Yeah, the, the perceived the perceived rise ball. So and that's gonna, I think he's, that's he's gonna finish about, it. Oh, it's gonna finish it. That's it. The cut up. That's it. Once again, once again, we're we're doing this late at night for the fans. Last week it was at a uh, team room at Conference, yeah. the lobby of the hotel in Riverside, and tonight it's it's late at night again. Getting this done for the listeners. Let's see if you're listening to this today. To today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, come out to Caesar Soccer Stadium. Gouchers are hosting LMU at five o'clock. There's just five more home games, including today, Monday at home against Cal Baptist, and then. Not this coming weekend, but the following weekend against Cal Poly. Three big games uh, to round out the home schedule. Senior day will be on that Sunday. We have a couple big seniors to, to honor. So looking forward to seeing them receive their jerseys. Uh, but that's in a couple weeks. So coming up this weekend, three games on the road against Long Beach State at Blair Field. Six o'clock on Friday. I believe it's a TV game on Saturday. 7.30, first pitch. I'll let uh, social media and website confirm that. Uh, if it's not, I think it's just another 6 o'clock start. And then 1 o'clock on Sunday for the finale. Quick turnaround uh, there. Quick turnaround. So that's that's what's coming up. Uh, I'm sure there will be more games of Catan next weekend. We don't need to divulge any more information on that. <laughs> Uh, as always guys nice job thanks for staying up late and uh, go gauchos go chos baby yes sir